Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Good morning. Coming in hot. 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 You're not capping, though. I know. It worked. Oh, it worked. Oh, you guys, we're having too much fun here in studio. It's Sue Longquist. It's the Gratitude Cafe. Superman behind all of the buttons. Benny. Good morning. Good morning. The boys' school, all that good stuff. Yeah, everything's great. Nothing to report. Yes. Flying right through it. So the kids, not the kids, but the um, the audience keeps asking about you. <laughs> Personally? Mm-hmm. How well, cute I you don't. are. I'm and... not a fan of long walks on the beach. <laughs> I know. That's where you wanted to go with this one. Yes. So we are bursting bubbles today. Yep. We got Joseph and Cynthia in the house. Yes, we We're do. talking a hot topic called sex. <laughs> Benny, it's going to be a good so show today. So I now today. do like long walks on the beach. <laughs> Sometimes. Candlelit dinners. Depending. Right, right. Oh, wait. What, what's that song with the ad, Candlelight? There's that song. <laughs> there is that song. He wrote the ad. And it's, I'm losing it. Never mind. I'm just going to not talk anymore. Just listen up, Benny. Yes. I'm (laughs) trying already. (laughs) There is a song in it. There is. is. There's something. There's so many songs. There's so many songs, (laughs) I know, but I just can't. You know that one song with that one guy in it? (laughs) And he writes an ad, and it's about. Candlelight really sensitive song. song. Oh, it yeah. is. What is that song? It is, it's going to drive me nuts. We're going to have to figure it out. All right. We're having Don't too much fun. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Gratitude Cafe. Sue Lundquist, your humble host. New perspective, new ideas, new thoughts, new you. Welcome, you guys. It's a fantastic morning. Woodenville, Canada, New York, Utah. All of you keep talking to me. Keep in touch. Keep emailing. I love to see it. Facebook love, all of that. Twitter love, all of that stuff. Um, seriously, a minute ago we were talking about, we are going to burst some bubbles and we are talking sex today, but what's even more powerful and more important, it's emotionally based and the intimacy that you can derive from this type of a sexual encounter. Yeah, you've got that. Is that good? Yeah, you got that. Is that juicy? Yeah, that's a great place to start. Yeah, it's a good place to start. (laughs) And before we we jumped on, Joseph and I were talking that we are going to burst some bubbles today, and I'm excited. You know, seriously, in society, the sex game and the the sexual stuff in magazines and all that, it's so superficial. Why, you know, let's not listen to that stuff. Let's go deep. Let's really have an emotional juicy connection right who wouldn't want that well and that's what creates all that juicy sex is that emotional connection first yes okay so before we get started you guys stay tuned um remind all of you if you want to get a recording of this go to sulanquist.com and sign up for the newsletter it comes out every saturday morning if not before you have a question brave listener just call in if you like pina colada yes thank you Thank you to our listener. Yay! And I apologize, I didn't grab the name because I had to run back in here. Oh, 
Yes, Can we, we got to play that. that. We got to cue I, that. Not a problem. It's yes, <laughs> thank you, problem. sweetheart. You're a sweet man. Whoever did, was it a female or a male? It was a, a lady. Ladies, Makes thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I like peanut. Ca- no. <laughs> Long walks on the beach. Long walks. Watch. It's only eight o'clock. Wait o'clock until you o'clock. hear. Wait until you hear this song. It talks about I long bet. walks on the beach. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to get started in just a second. We have Joseph and Cynthia, and of course myself in the house, and wonderful Benny pushing all them buttons, metaphorically and forically. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not even a word, but hell, let's go with it. <laughs> Another mm. word popped in my head. I know, <laughs> I know, it. me too, but I thought... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had that one. I, 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 I did like, too, going, but I say that have word? you all met <laughs> me foot in mouth all the time? <laughs> <laughs> if you're into that too. Oh my God. <laughs> if you're into that too. Oh like, boy. Yeah, I think I got that. Oh, this is, gonna, play, right? this, this is <laughs> going so play. good. All right, so seriously, before we get started, a huge, huge shout out to Josh Parkinson. You guys have heard me talk about him well every every day, and you get my newsletter, you get the radio show, you get the the podcast, all of that stuff is because of the people that work on my team. And Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand is one of them. Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites, but more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. You don't know what that means. But go to Josh <laughs> Parkinson. Seriously, he's amazing. Go, Josh. Yeah, go, Josh. And if you want to create an online course and or membership that sells automatically, who wouldn't want that? And without lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. Contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult to see what options they have for you. Go to www.resonateweb.agency. Please tell them Sue sent you. All right, Joseph and Cynthia. Let's are. talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> See, I did it, Benny. You're looking for that the other song, aren't you? <laughs> oh, that's already done. Oh, I'm, of I'm course it is. Yeah, I'm moving on to something else. Joseph, welcome back. Okay, Good I got to remind Sue. everybody, Joseph and Cynthia, Emotional Focus Therapy, Hold Me Tight Seattle. You got it, baby. Mm, yes. Yes. Welcome back, love. Thank and you. Cynthia, hi again. Hey, here I am again. Yes, we just did a Brene Brown show. Okay, let's jump in. Jump in. Jump in, Joseph. So uh, according to Sue Johnson, who's Sue Johnson? Sue Johnson is the primary creator of emotionally focused therapy. She's a gift in the world. She's a fireball. She's a Brit who now hangs her hat in Ottawa, Canada. And she's been, you know, working, working, working diligently for the past 30, 40 years to bring an enormous gift to the world of couple therapy and shift around the thinking of really the psychotherapy community and how great couple therapy is done. Cynthia? Yes, and her latest book is Love Sense. Of course, we all know Hold Me Tight was her first book, and we base our couples workshops that we do here in Seattle on her book Hold Me Tight, but her latest book is Love Sense. And in it, she describes just a lot of the science behind and the research behind her emotion-focused therapy and talks about, you know, really one of the number one complaints that couples report when they seek therapy is um, problems in their sexual relationship. And 
So well, I want to stop there just really quick. So problems in your sexual relationship. So we need to define that a little bit mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there's emotional, there's mechanical. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things, but more specifically, I think we're talking emotionally, but emotionally right. is the core value because you get that taken care of. <laughs> the mechanics right. more than likely right. will right. work themselves out. You right? know, I think at the heart of emotionally focused couple therapy is the ability to foster vulnerable connection. Foster vulnerable connection. Yeah, three words. Foster vulnerable connection. And without vulnerable connection, great, passionate, erotic, long-lived sex is relatively mechanical. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the the definitions of how it it loses its eye-to-eye connection. Yep. It loses its intimacy. It loses its passion. And, you know, actually, listeners, we can actually keep that passionate, erotic connection going past one year, past five years, past 10 years, past 20 years. Yes. Sounds good. I'm on 18. Right. We just celebrated 18 yesterday. Right. So, <laughs> And I think the other thing that's important is that once that disconnection happens— we can help you reconnect. Mm. And passion can come alive again. Some people feel it's dead, it's over, that's it, it's done. But we can ignite that spark again as we reconnect couples emotionally to Mm. that more vulnerable place. And that's the exciting news. And vulnerable is scary. It is. Yes. scary. But But it's also tender. Vulnerable, and you've talked to Cynthia about this, vulnerable and this is Brene, Brene Brown's gift to the world. Vulnerable is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes, Miss Cynthia. It's not weakness. We think of vulnerability as weakness, and it's actually strength. Once we get underneath some of that facade, some of our defenses to that true, authentic self, that's the place where we really come alive. I mean, that's where all the juice is. That's where it's all happening. Guys, so, guys listen up. Vulnerable is powerful. This is vulnerable you know, is sexy. Yes, yes. Guys, listen up. Now, Seriously. this is not only a guy problem, but generally out there, gentlemen, listen up. Yes. You know, when you can get into that space with your woman where you're sharing vulnerability, that's where connection happens. The spark happens, right? And I think it's one of the real cultural myths that we have to overcome and override that the media, as you talked about earlier, Sue, perpetuates that you have to be strong and beautiful to have the white horse syndrome, right? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh yeah. Whether it's female or male, it's the same concept. You're this the female, it's the Jessica Rabbit sex pot kind of thing. And or the the Brad Pitts of the world. And if you if you aren't either of those, then you can't have good sex. And that's really a myth. Completely wrong. We are we are pickled in a myth that individual dominance is sexy and that is that is so dangerous it, to what's the world. individual dominance can you explain that mm-hmm. well you know at around the age of two three young boys begin to hear don't sh- don't cry big boys don't cry oh. football players don't cry if you're going to cry just go to your room Right. Yeah. So we create this myth 
women are involved in it. Obviously, men are involved in it. And when I'm saying we, I'm not only talking about North American culture. I'm talking about global culture. Yes. So we culture creates this myth that men need to dominate and to take control. And you know what? That actually is one of the least sexiest things in the bedroom for most women and for most men. Right. I want I also want to say, you know, what we're talking about here is not just about heterosexual connection. It's this crosses universal. All, it's, it's universal. universal. It's yeah. universal. Yeah. Yeah. And my listeners know that anything with this is universal. White, black, purple, gay, doesn't matter. Right. 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 Miss Cynthia. Right. Yes. yes. So, um do, what, what what kind of things do we want to talk about that are helpful? Well, I think first we want to talk about just or what for a isn't. minute what isn't helpful. What what again we're talking about the myths of of the dominant male. We're talking about um one of the other myths that we really have to work with is that good sex doesn't take practice or conversation. It doesn't take communication. You know, we just expect Wait a minute, that's a myth? You see it in the mood. You think, okay, we're supposed to get together. This is supposed to happen. And talking earlier, (laughs) you know, um, in the heterosexual community, okay, we kind of get how that's going to happen. In other communities, there has to be much more communication about what do you like, what do you want, how are we going to do this, how are we going to make this happen, it takes communication. You think of, you know, think of the Olympic ice skaters or the, the dancers, you know, how much time and energy they spend on getting to know one another, getting to know one another's moves. What is it you like? What is it you don't like? Right. We we have to communicate. And again, that takes vulnerability. I see couples that have been married for 25 years. They've never talked about what it is they want, what it is they don't want. Yeah. So the myth that it's just going to happen without conversation is really a myth, and we have to move beyond that and be vulnerable enough to say, here's what works for me, here's what doesn't. So that's one of the barriers that we work with and when we're working with couples, too, is, is help giving them language to talk about their bodies, giving them language to talk to one another about those needs and wants, and, and that's a level of vulnerability. That vulnerability, I'm sorry, Joseph, but I'm, I have this thought in my head because if you're on the receiving end of that, that intimacy level and that vulnerability goes both ways because you have to be an accepting receiver of this mm-hmm. information, mm-hmm. meaning please don't touch me that way or please touch me that mm-hmm. way. And, mm-hmm. and the receiver mm-hmm. needs to say, I love you enough, I will I will do that for you versus ego and, oh, I know what I'm doing, you know, kind of thing, right? Yeah, so I love you enough to be able to say, hey, you know, when that happens with us, you know, that's really not working for me. Right. That's that's the power really that we help our couples generate, the fostering of that vulnerable uh, connection that – Intimacy, that trust. This is a huge word in in the work that we do. The the recreation of trust. Because without trust, there's not intimacy. Without intimacy, you you are going to lose that passionate, erotic connection. That power and that trust to be able to say, hey, you know, that really feels good for me when that happens for us. But on the flip side of that, the trust to be able to say – you know, when you come to me like that and you just 
tell me, hey, baby, you want to have, you know, you want to get it on? You know, yeah, you know, you know, that ability to say. Benny's like. That ability to say, hey, hey, you know, slow that down. Yeah. That's not working for me. Yeah. You know? Well, I think we want to broaden the um, definition of our sexual experience also that we get so focused on that sort of end climax that we, we if we can broaden our sexual experience to include just skin on skin touching cuddling warmth all of that you know that's a wonderful invitation and i think it speaks again a little bit to the differences between men and women and you know i always joke that that often and again this is a stereotype but often men come into the sexual experience aroused and ready to go. And for women, it takes a little more time. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, yeah. Know, there's that. You know, they're sort of the microwave. We're the crock pot. Okay, yeah. slow, slow, <laughs> yeah. slow. Here we go. So the invitation <laughs> <Benny's> is. like. <laughs> you can yeah. take, a, take notes, It's Benny. a great analogy. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, the invitation, really. Would you like to be close? Do you want to be, you know, I'd like to be close to you. I want to be next to you. That's a wonderful invitation. Let's begin there. Or don't have a little grab on the behind, we, we, and we, that's we, we my could. message that we're going to go hit it now. I'm like, yeah, what? No, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I love that look yeah. on your face. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> we, we get focused, yeah, on, like, perf- we get focused yeah. on performance. Yeah, no. And we, we really want to, you know, bust that, that bubble, uh, the sexual performance of, of the end goal of, you know, the orgasm the is, orgasm the, is, the, is orga- the end. The big O is the is the end. The all, physical all. orgasm right. versus the mental. Right. Right. Can we the emotional I'm, connection is the, what we're looking for. Yes. That. And and through physical intimacy, because it is an emotional connection. It's a vulnerable connection, and it does bring up a lot of emotion for all of us as we're we're skin on skin next to our partners. And it's all kinds of emotions, mm-hmm. and especially that mm-hmm. vulnerability. If you're just tuning in, what are you doing? You should have been turning in from the top of the hour, but if you missed it, www.sulanquist.com, and you need to get on our email newsletter. We're talking to Joseph and Cynthia, and they are emotionally focused therapists, and you've heard them here on the radio show before, and they hold a very successful Hold Me Tight Seattle workshop and actually, you've got another one coming up, don't you? Yes, we got another one coming up October 14th to 16th. Right now, this one is sold out. We are There's a waiting list that you can get on if you're really motivated. The next ones will be in February and April of next year. And they, get, they can go to Hold Me Tight Seattle and or all of the information will be on my newsletter as Absolutely, well. So yeah. we'll make sure they get yeah. taken care of. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about... Um, Therapeutic framework. I know that's such a big word, but that's part of my notes. So I Cynthia thought I wants to talk about. So that. I thought I'd I'll just t- go where my notes oh, were. <laughs> Cynthia definitely wants to talk I'll about that. Talk about that. Well, I think our therapeutic framework, again, as we've been talking about, is emotion-focused therapy. Many sex therapists focus on behaviors, so. They're going to give you a list of new positions to try. They're going to give you, you know, you can get a wardrobe of sexy lingerie or sex toys. But that's all external. And these behavioral approaches, they might be helpful in the short run, but they're not in the long run. And from an emotionally focused therapeutic framework, really, um, it takes three things. We're we're focusing on the emotional connection, not the sensation-driven opportunity for All orgasm. sensation is nice. So, you know, again, it's an authentic connection. It takes three things. Come. Three it, it things. It will come. An authentic 
connection, open communication, and trust, just what we've been talking about. Mm. I think um, it means you have to show up and be seen. It means you're willing to take the risk. We're really somewhat dependency phobic in our culture, and I think that comes out of the addiction movement. Also, there's been a focus on I'll do this for you if you do this for me, sort of that quid pro quo sort of orientation. And what research shows is that that is not helpful in creating long-lasting positive connection with your partner. Authentic connection. That's a big buzzword, authentic connection. You know, at the the base of this, to to return to that, you know, kind of that bro code, excuse me, Men get disconnected from their ability to say, I'm hurt, I'm feeling rejected, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling confused, I'm feeling embarrassed, or, you know, God forbid, I'm feeling shame. We, the culture, culturally and, and systemically and systematically pulls away the opportunity for men and the ability for men to actually get to those vulnerable emotions that are so important in creating passionate, erotic, intimate, trusting sexual connection. And then they think it's actually all about performance. And since, you know, men drive a lot of the institutions of culture, women get bathed in this this false and really, really sad paradigm that it's about getting it done, mm-hmm. right? Right. 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 And so a lot of our work is have, having to actually go in there and slow men and women down to get down to those primary emotions that are connective. Mm. I, I heard one woman describe this, and it was, it was tender and funny at the same time as I a lot of our tender, sessions are. Tender and but she said, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm the car and he's lifting the hood and seeing what the problem is. He wants to get the job done. Yes. Great for me. image. And great. It's great. And it's image. a great analogy for men, too. Well, I mean, and tender. She's, she's like, no, no, look at me. I want you to look at me. This mm. is this is about this connection. This is what I really need. And, you know, for men, again, I have that tenderness. They're They're wanting to be competent. They need reassurance that they're good lovers. Women want to feel safe. I say to men, you know, if you really, it's like they have all their tabs open on the computer and you've got to close those five tabs. You know, the kids need to be in bed. The dishes need to be done. (laughs) Then they can let go and move towards this open experience with you. So, So for women, they're needing that safety, that container, that, okay, I've got this. Men want to, to know that they're doing a good job, and many women don't understand that. They think men are just there to, you know, get the job done. Get the job <laughs> done. <laughs> and they're not. They want this emotional connection just as deeply. Mm-hmm. As so how do you – But do. okay, so very powerful. But how do you do that? You're in a relationship, and you have got old habits, old behaviors, all of that stuff – and then you've got resentments and animosities and all of that, right? You know, I think that we are learning as a culture, as Joseph is describing this, this, you know, the dominant male culture, we're, we're learning that. One of the things that's so powerful about our workshops is that men come together and they hear other men describe this. They hear other oh. women. So 
when we can speak our shame, that's when it dissipates. And I think that's what's so powerful about this group experience. We had one man describe, he said, you know, I'm a 50-year-old man. I run my own company. I'm at work. I'm competent, capable. I go home and next to my wife, sometimes I feel like a five-year-old boy. (laughs) And, you know, to have other men describe, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like I'm totally And that they're not alone, that there are other people. Yes. And that other people can be vulnerable. And as men open up to that, they're, they're then allowed to come into what is their truer selves. Men, oh. men are dying to be seen, heard, felt, mm-hmm. and because and and again, I'm I'm being a little bit stereotypical because this is you know this is not only one gender, but we're going to stay with this. Yeah, this, that's fine. This example for the example. Men are dying to connect and connect emotionally. Co- co- act, yeah, down at the base, they're dying to to relieve some of this distress that they have in their lives because much of the message of our culture is you have to get it done, you have to succeed. This is the Nike culture. Just do it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Bring your A game. That message is again and again and again. Billions and billions and billions of messages that men need to be on top of it and in their A game. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We really actually know in our heart of hearts that we're dying to be loved, mm. seen, cradled, touched. And so I when they you. when they I lack you, the yeah. when they lack the sentient words and when they lack the emotional connection to that, you know, that that uh hurt part of them. They know that being touched actually feels good, right? Versus a shame or am I doing it right or all these other Say things. They that... know that being touched is feels good, so they go to touch first. Oh. So they touch to connect. Women need to connect first oh. to feel erotic. Gotcha. So it's like this inverse thing that keeps on a negative, this negative feedback loop. And so what we really do, Cynthia and I, in our work, in our private practices, and in, in, in Hold Me Tight Seattle workshops, we slow everybody down to get to that place where we can, we can actually reveal what we've been hiding for much of our you know, relationships together. The basic question that, that we're asking is, are you there for me? You know, accessible, A, accessible. Do you answer when I call physically, emotionally? Are you responsive to me? That's not responsible for my needs, but can you be responsive to me? And are you engaged? You know, do you know what I like and what I don't like? Are you involved in my life? Do you do we do things together? That's what couples, we're asking couples to engage in. All right. Hold me tight, Seattle. Cynthia and Joseph, you just heard accessible, responsive, engaged. The basic questions. We are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more uh, about emotional focus therapy, the intimacy that that brings on a sexual level, the tenderness, the vulnerability, all of that yummy stuff. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Just 
So you know what? You're awesome. And remind yourself of that fact every day with Awesome Socks. The fun, comfortable socks that offer a special message to you, your family, and your friends. Look down and then be lifted up with positive words of encouragement. Feel powerful, beautiful, brave, loved, and so much more with Awesome Socks. Check out all the styles and colors at SueLundquist.com. Perfect gifts. Awesome Socks. Feel better from soul to soul. Ready to release pain? Energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at SueLundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Advertising. Successful advertising, that is, is all about being on the right platform with the right message the right amount of times. Do the right thing for your business. Advertise on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Reach her loyal audience with your important message. Best of all, the options are affordable, so you can stretch your advertising dollar to reach the right amount of consumers. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Attracting the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one Clarity Coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are, confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Do you not miss the 80s and the 90s of music? <laughs> oh, do you I not miss love it? it. I love it. I was just talking... Um, <laughs> To some customers the other day, and I said, oh, thank God we didn't have cell phones and cameras back in the 80s. I I would have been a household name, I'm sure. You still can be. Now you no. are. Yes. Yeah, so no. now for a different reason. Right? Uh, yes. House now, now I'm now for a, an absolutely <laughs> wonderful reason, and it would have been there too. But I just, you know, I tease and give myself a hard time. All right, Sue Lundquist here, Gratitude Cafe. Benny, thank you so much. We are joined here by the fabulous. Hey, real fast, by the way, happy yeah. anniversary. Oh, well, thank by you. By the way, thank you. Okay. Yes, got That's it. That's it, really. Thank That's you. It? What do you want me to say? Wow, you sound so emotionally attached to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Let's move on with the show. (laughs) Yes, yes, thank you. 18 years. Yeah, right? Yeah. Congratulations. To you and Troy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. It's a job. See? Living in that little moment right there. One day at a time. (sighs) One day at a time. (laughs) Okay. Now we may move. Three teenagers, 18 years. Yes. Let's, let's, Let's go to some happy stuff like sex. Yeah. All right. And holding me tight, Joseph and Cynthia. Thank you, Benny, very much. We are joined here again, like I was talking, Joseph and Cynthia, the amazing team with Emotionally Focused Therapy here based in Seattle. 
Um, they talk a lot about uh, Susan Johnson. She's a Brit. She's living in Canada now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, her latest book, Love Sense, so if you want to check that out, you can. Joseph and Cynthia, their next uh, workshop, weekend workshop, is October 14th through 16th. However, that one is sold out. They have a waiting list and more coming. So go to holdmetightseattle.com. If you're driving, it will all that information will be on my newsletter, so just be safe. So before we left on the break, we talked about um, the basic questions. We talked about accessible, responsive, and engaged. And then, Joseph, you had a tip for the opposite sex, yeah, depending you know, on what relationship you're in. You right? know, this, is a, this is a tip for men. You're all smiling and This, this is a tip for here. men and women. This is a tip for men that are in you know, uh, homosexual relationships, women that are in, in lesbian relationships. And I, I really have to credit my partner, Cynthia Bench, for giving me these three words. <laughs> and oh, and, and, and here, here are the, yeah. one of the, three of the sexiest words Benny, that you, you can actually use with your partner to create this accessible, responsive, and emotionally engaged. Everybody got a pencil? Here they, here's the three words. Very simple. Tell me more. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Listen up, guys. When you're on a date and you really, really want to connect with your partner, be it male or female, tell me more. Be curious. Listen. Connect before correcting. There's another three good words. (laughs) Connect before correcting. (laughs) Yes. But write these words down. Tell me more. That is extremely operative in the sexual connection. What it mm. says is, I care about you. I care about what you think. And it kind of diffuses. I, care. I you know? care about what you're feeling. I want to know you. I want to see you. I want to know you. That's what it says. That's the biggest gift we can give to one another. To be seen. To be to seen. genuinely yes. be seen. To be cared felt, for. cared for. I love that word tender. Mm. I just, that resonates so mm-hmm. deeply for me. It's just wonderful. As, as human beings, our basic, basic drive is to connect with one another. The social drive is our most powerful drive. Yes. To feel safe, to feel secure, to feel loved and connected. And be curious, men. Be curious, women. Remember these words, tell me Me more. more. (laughs) And with all of that being curious, Cynthia and and audience has heard me, and it'll totally apply to this scenario too, is the CCs in life, compassionate curiosity. Right. Because you've got to be curious, but do it with compassion, Mm -hmm. not only for yourself, Mm -hmm. but for the other party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're going to jump into the big T word, the trust. Trust is so important. And, you know, I think... Trust gets built in the everyday encounters, just like Joseph is describing, those conversations, those times that we slow down and, and, and listen, um, the reaching out. It, it happens one increment at a time. You know, people say, I'm gonna, I, I, do you trust me? Okay, well, trust is not like an on and off switch. I either trust you or I don't. It's more like a dimmer switch. It's, it's one increment at a time. Layer upon layer upon That's layer. so valuable, that Cynthia. Trust oh. is built. And so it's in those everyday connections and in that turning toward, in that tell me more conversation, that trust gets built. You know, my, my joke is that foreplay begins at breakfast. You know, it's, it's in the, 
exploring. It's in the connecting. It happens all day long as you're connecting to your partner, as you're saying, hey, I'm here. I'm thinking about you. Um, that's how to build that that trusting kind of connection. And we have start to the, start the foreplay early. Early. Yeah. And, and don't think that apologizing <laughs> is going to get you out of jail. Because if there's not trusting behavior behind an apology and some behavioral shift and and some evidence actually building on a day-to-day basis. Yes. If you apologize and keep apologizing with it, what we call an empty apology, yes. it actually is going to dr- drill you into the ground. Oh, 100%. 100%. If you can... Want this, and I was just having this conversation, and an apology with authentic responsibility, you know, really, really realizing what you have truly done, and then apologizing truthfully yes. from a space of, yes. oh, I really, I am sorry, I see that I hurt you in this X Y Z way, mm-hmm. and I am truly sorry, right, and really doing that. That's and, a sexy move. Oh heck yeah, it that is. is a very sexy, very move. sexy. And one of the barriers, I think, to that is the the fear that uh, we that our partner will believe that we intended it. It's the difference between intention and impact. Very often, we don't intend to hurt our partner, and yet we do. The impact is there. So, what we do with couples, we help them to see that you may not have intended to hurt your partner, and yet the impact is there. And that helps them get over that barrier to be able to move to a real authentic apology. I had to stop you right there. That was powerful. Hurt, intention versus impact. Impact. Mm -hmm. Intention Mm -hmm. versus impact Mm -hmm. and getting that. So if you guys are all tuning in, we are talking to Joseph and Cynthia with Emotionally Focused Therapy, and this is some juicy stuff. Uh, they have got Hold Me Tight Seattle workshops. Their October 14th through 16th is already booked, and they have a waiting list for some more coming up. So all of this information, of course, will be on my newsletter, or you can go to holdmetightseattle.com as well. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. We talked about trust, and um, you you just said, Cynthia, a minute ago, trust is not that black and white, that on-off. There's this dimmer switch. Like, trust has this big umbrella. Well, there's layers. You've, Different it's layers. It's built upon layer upon layer upon layer of lived experience. And as Joseph says, an apology is ho- hollow unless it's followed up by a change in behavior. Yes. A moving towards, yes. a following through. I can trust that you're going to be there. You're going to do what you said you were going to do. And that is so important. Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah, we have, we have to own our own stuff. Yes. And owning our own stuff is a, is a vulnerable move. It fosters vulnerable connection and it moves to our major, you know, topic here today. If you don't have trusted vulnerable connection, you are not going to be, have ongoing passionate sex yes. in your relationship. The intimate sex, the tender sex, right. the underneath sex, not the societal sex. Right. Wham, yeah. bam. Thank, Thank you, you ma'am. ma'am. Yeah. If you guys can see me, my hands are flying. I'm sure everybody in Canada can know what I'm talking about. All right. Should, you know, go a- ahead. According to Sue Johnson, there's really three categories of sexual experience. Okay. One is sealed off sex. We've been talking a little bit about that, where the focus is on sensations. And the only way it's satisfying if it is if it ends in orgasm. It's walled off from the heart. 
The other type is what she calls soulless sex, which is mainly focused on emotional consolation and affirming that we're desirable. So it's that type of sex where you're just trying to please your partner. It's it's a, a way of sort of trading sex for love. <clears throat> It's and, like taking one for the team. Right. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> that is awful. In the bedroom? Oh, many, oh let's many. take one for the team. How many people do that? Well, we do. Oh. That, that pleasing. And I think, you know, trying to please your partner and not being able to sort of be present with self, be present with your own experience, your own needs, your own wants, and bringing that into the the sexual encounter. And uh, the third category is what she calls synchronous sex, which is what that intimate experience of, of expressing and sharing our needs and our wants, as well as our physical bodies with each other. But I think it helps to sort of contrast and to see, okay, you know, there is that at times where you're going to engage sexually, and you may not be completely there, synchronized. But and at least you're bringing your emotion. You're bringing your caring into the sexual Now, experience. I know the audience is going, come on, there are those times for the got to have it kind of moments. And that's totally fine. Even though, can you imagine when you've got this emotional base already established and then when you go out for that under the apple tree moment kind of thing? <laughs> Right? Yeah. So much more satisfying. Oh, so, so many much, levels. So many levels. I'm getting giddy. Benny. Just the idea of it. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> yes. All right. So three categories of sexual experience based off of Sue Johnson's work. Her Was it from her latest book, Love Sense? Is that, yes. Okay. Sealed off sex, solace sex, and synchronized or... Synchronous. Synch- synchronous S- same sex. Same idea. I, lots of S words. Um, I, I You say synchronous, and I think of synchronized swimming and how much work they have to put in for all of that. Can you imagine the work that when you put in for your intimacy and your relationship in the bedroom emotionally, you could win a gold gold award, couldn't we, Benny? Right? Not, I mean, not, uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Did I just? You're fine. Okay, thank you. All right. So, Cynthia Joseph, where are we heading off here? Uh, attachments. What about people? Avoidance. What, you know, what's you know, that? you know, really what we've been talking about for the whole program is getting securely attached mm. to each other. And unfortunately, many of us on the planet come into our relationships with an insecure attachment. The research shows that. About 60% of the people on the planet, although I've yet to meet one yet, are securely attached. <laughs> in our line of work, we don't yeah, really yeah, run yeah, into yeah, those yeah. people. <laughs> Every once in a while. Well, you'd be like, <laughs> right, yes. Right. Yeah. And so when we talk about insecure attachment, <clears throat> excuse me, um, there are you know, some categories that you know, don't get scared by these words, but it breaks down basically into, into you know, two or three categories of insecure attachment. Okay. You know, a a good group of people, when they get anxious, they either do one of two things. They either pursue for connection. They either go after connection. They get anxious. 
the unhealthy, uh, like going after, right? Yeah, right. Like if you would just listen to me, if you would, would just, just love me, if you would just love me, if okay. you would just chill out, right? Right. That's, that's on the other side of the, of that that okay. pursuit, right? So those folks that are always in pursuit, they fear relational disconnection. At the base of their fear is a fear of abandonment. Yes. Those folks are anxiously attached. Anxious and that leads that leads to folks who want to have sex to relieve the distress of feeling alone. Yes. Oh, that is so powerful. I think it is powerful. And again, it normalizes for us our responses and helps us to see. And and the good news about all this is that that secure attachment can be earned. That's what we call it can be learned and it can be earned so that within the context of a healthy, loving relationship, we can change what was our childhood attachment style, either anxious or avoidant, and become securely attached. So our relationship really is a container for our healing and our growth. And I think that's the, the best news about about learning about attachment and understanding what the antidote is. Okay, so something's coming up for me, and I want to address it because I'm sure the audience, attachment, it's got such a negative connotation to it. Mm. But when you add secure attachment to it, there's a bit, I'm going to go to that word, tenderness to it, and especially in the language that you're using with Hold Me Tight Seattle because attachment in society has got just a negative, ooey, gooey. There's, there's, there's a, so you know, there's a kind of a here. collision, you know, between two schools or philosophies of thought. Okay. What I think you're referring to, the, the icky, is the attachment to outcome that Buddhist philosophy talks about, that we have to be unattached to outcome to set ourselves free of craving. Now, gotcha. Okay? That is really a, a, a very, you know, uh, helpful uh, concept to hold in our mind. But we're talking about attachment from a social one-to-one, person-to-person. Healthy. 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 Healthy, secure attachment. So on the other side of ancient, anxious attachment, there's avoidant attachment. Okay. Cynthia can help you. Okay. Well, and I also think that um, coming out of the addiction community is codependency, that idea that we are, what we talked about earlier, responsible for our partner's emotional well-being. And what we're talking about with secure attachment is that ability to be responsive to. So I think we're a bit of, we're codependent phobic really in our culture. And I think the answer to that is that healthy attachment is just that. It's actually healthy for you. It's good for you. We need to be interdependent, not codependent. Oh, and that's, that's, that's huge. so powerful. That's, that's huge. a huge difference. That's a paradigm shift. And it's that really where we're a going. Shift. And that's really what, and we're pushing against culture. Yeah. That independence culture. Yeah. Yes. We're, I mean, we have a, such an individualist culture and we're pushing against that huge lever of that you have to get it done by yourself. You have to be proficient by yourself. You have to be pr- 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 productive by yourself. And, you know, you always have to build yourself up with positive affirmations. And we're really pushing against that paradigm that there are times when <clears throat> you are feeling distress and the ability to connect with a partner that is in distress, tell me more, 
what's what's going on can you can you help me understand that is actually a very connective and ultimately a very sexy huge paradigm huge well and research huge. shows that we are actually more productive more vibrant we're healthier when we have secure long-term attachments so outcome healthy attachments healthy attachments Healthy, With secure, a, yes. So, and, and I know I'm, I'm going on this, but I, I think it's really important because defining the difference between, because we were talking about uh, abandonment issues, and when you bring that into the relationship, relationship defined however you are in your relationship, and also within that sexual or emotional. So if you're bringing in that into your relationship. A fear of abandonment. A fear of abandonment. You've already got that issue, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say issue and I, I fear it's such a negative Maybe connotation. Let's, let's actually be, I just want to take a moment. Everybody on the planet has a fear of abandonment. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's so, hardwired I mean, into it's, our It's DNA. hardwired in, into our, our DNA. Exactly. Because if we do not, we are not able to securely attach to a mother or a father caregiver, oh. we, we essentially wither. And then yep. we develop all kinds of neuroses. We develop personality disorders. We develop mood disorders. So we're talking about, you know, a secure attachment that is healthy. Here's another real, like, bing, 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 bing moment. Because when we are securely attached and everybody that's a parent, everybody that's, you know, has really significant others around them, when you create secure attachments to those people, the folks that are securely attached, they have an immense ability to be autonomous. They go far. Yes. Because they, they, they have the foundation. Yeah, because yes. they know the foundation yes. is secure. Yes. And that is right at the base yes. of secure attachment. Yes. So when you're securely attached, you go far. Yes. Because and you know you can come back. Yes. And the other thing that you do is you're willing to experiment. And this comes back to the sexual arena. If you're securely attached, then you're willing to risk. You're willing to try some new things. Vulnerable. You're, you're willing to experiment. And that's yep. where all the juicy stuff comes yes. in. Yes. So it's the secure see the connection there? Totally. You see that connection totally, there? Totally. Totally. Absolutely. So we're going to have to start wrapping up and because I, I mean, seriously, I wish I had two hours. We could just keep talking and two talking. Days. <laughs> two days. Yes. But speaking of two days, hold, two days, hold me tight, Seattle. Your next event is October 14th through the 16th. However, it's sold out. So go to holdmetightseattle.com. And if you're driving, it will be on all of my information on the newsletter. Yeah, go ahead, Joseph. Can I just for a moment uh, kind of uh, fluff our, our pillow here for yes. a moment? Yes. Hold Me Tight Seattle is a very intimate experience for the couples. We do not have 150 couples in the, in the audience. We have a very small number of couples in the audience because we have incredibly vulnerable, intimate, really strong connections oh, yeah. with our couples. So I, I want people to know that. And, and it's safe. Keyword is, is very safe. Because each of the couples has a breakout session and individual time. So again, while it's open and vulnerable, you don't have to share unless you feel safe and comfortable. So that's another thing. We provide a great safe container. And what we, you were talking about earlier, Cynthia, is the other men and the women being able to hear that you are not alone. They're saying the same thing. It may be so twisted a little powerful. bit different with the language. But to be able to say, oh, my God, that's what I was thinking, but I just didn't have the courage to say it in this environment. <gasps> I'm not alone. You're it's not important alone. to remember that we 
don't force our our participants to group process. Okay. Yeah. We come back and, and, and if people want to share of their process, they do that. And some of those powerful moments of our workshops come out of that place. All right. So we got about five more minutes. Um, is that right? Three minutes. Actually. Three minutes, actually. Okay. So what do you want to talk about? Are we going to talk about sex over lifespan? What are we, are we going to? You know, I think it's really important to, to look at um, sex over the lifespan. And I, I do see a lot of couples, and I know Joseph does too in his practice, that come in to see us. They've had a healthy sex life. And as things move along, it changes. So mm-hmm. it does require that, again, there's more communication. There's more openness to vulnerability. Tell Trust. me oh, more. Tell me more. <laughs> the veto the... slows down. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's those are the – if we send you away with anything from our conversation here today with you is that secure connection comes from fostering vulnerable connections and that simple little phrase, tell me more. Compassionate curiosity. Tell me more. Compassionate Be, curiosity. And, and, and allow listen, that safe And really space. truly listen to a partner's distress and create that, that safe connection between you where you are able to tell a partner of your distress. To be safe. Right, because, safe. Right, because then, then when we feel safe with each other, we can have that trusted space where men and women open to each other sexually, playfully, erotically, experimentally, and that can actually continue throughout the lifespan of individuals and individuals' relationships. I'm thinking of all the babies in about nine months. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, just the amazing intimacy and the tenderness and the love that can come from even just this one-hour radio show, but everything that you guys are offering with emotional-focused-based therapy and Hold Me Tight Seattle. My hat's off to you. If I had a hat, you have a hat, so <laughs> and it <laughs> can Joseph be rekindled. Cynthia. So don't Ooh, give up. Ooh, that's, that's important. Rekindle. Yeah, you can rekindle your emotional and your physical connection. So yeah. So we talked about a ton of stuff here, guys. We talked about um, authentic connections. We talked about open communication. The big T word: trust, vulnerability, vulnerability, and the Joseph. The three tips that are the sexy words. Tell me more. Tell me more. Seriously. All right. If you guys are just tuning in, well, you you missed a really good sexy show. And we got lots of good information. So go to my website at www.imthankful.com and sign up for the newsletter. And if you are in a place where you can write this down, you can go to Hold Me Tight Seattle.com and join their workshop. It's safe. It's intimate. And I love you guys to pieces. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Joseph, very much. All right. To each of you. How do I say that, Benny? I messed that up last time, didn't I? To all of you. I don't remember what to say. (laughs) Each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up at SuLunQuist.com to get all your questions answered and free goodies delivered directly to your inbox. We'll see you next time.